all time. Melbourne clinched, clinched my, the minor premiership for the first time 64 years against the Cats on the best. The Lions clinched a top four position at the absolute death nail of that game against the Eagles. The Tigers and the Hawks are yeah, four legends of the game in their club for the draw. And Port Adelaide sink the Bulldogs the fifth after being top of the ladder only three weeks earlier. This is the Backboard Podcast. Blake will join us soon. Adam's here. How are we, mate? Going well, mate. Yeah, nice wrap up of the round. Round twenty three is one of one of the best rounds we've had in a long time. Oh, it was, it was really high level football, wasn't it? Uh, it, was, it was the football that you want to see from, oh, from from the last round. Really, you haven't had a last round where two final uh, top four, uh, top four spot and the top eight spot have been in contention for a while. So. Uh, it was just it was just a good round of football. I had a bit of a bit of everything, a bit of excitement, had a draw, had some players going out. Yeah, it was one wonderful. Not not too good for the Geelong supporters. Need something a bit stronger than a cup of tea after that uh after that game last night. Uh, what was your highlight, mate? Highlight of the round. Well, I think it has to be Max Gordon dominating in that last quarter. I think I think Stanley was playing all right. He was doing some good things early. But then Max Jordan just coming in and dominating that last quarter and having putting all the play in Melbourne's in Melbourne's as true captain's game. He's led him to the minor premiership, kicked the winner goal after the siren. It was just wonderful. That was a highlight for me. Yeah, I mean my favorite part of that game was Reece Stanley not competing and then just standing around looking at everyone, blaming everyone else for not going up. I don't know. He got caught in. I don't know. He, I don't know where he was running. <laughs> Blake's here. Uh, Blake. How are we oh, going, man. boys? Yeah, what was your highlight of the round, Blake? My highlight of the round? Yeah, Adam's already got the cat, so you can uh, go to another one. It has to be gone, mate. It has to be gone. There's no other highlight, mate. There's a big gawny in, in the skill stadium, mate. The cattery. Putting the cats. I already jumped you on that, mate. I already went down the gone, yeah. gone route. You're going to have to get something else, mate. Yeah, well. I'll get uh, I'll go. I'll get the I tell you what, my heart rate was 130. That's how bad I wanted Geelong to lose. <laughs> yeah, I got to admit, uh, just for the theatre of it all and the comeback and the heartbreak, this theatre of football. This, this podcast, I'm, I'm going down the M&M route watching... in a. Uh, Eight mile, <laughs> just 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 bag, and then say like you got just bag along, and then you got nothing on him. You can't talk about him, you know. You got you got to have well, all, all your rhymes going to be useless. I'll take it all out. What you got? You got nothing. Well, I tell you what, mate. When when they when they were dumb, when they played deliberate against Brayshaw, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. So when they got that fifty meter penalty, it was just a sign that they needed to even things up a bit, mate. But when Lever when. I thought Lever was going to have a shot because I'm pretty sure he can make the distance. But then when he pulled that kick and I saw Gorney just rise by himself, un- un- no one on him, just by himself. He just raised up there and just took that grab. And at the same time, I'm just watching him, like, take that grab and picturing Adam's face and the tears are coming down and Gorn's just clunking it. It was just all over. It was just the scenes of it. Yeah, you've got plenty to do on your weekends now. You focus all on watching other teams play. Maybe you'll finally realise some other good comp- players in the competition, not just Jack Steele, Jack Steele, Jack Steele, mate. Maybe you, of course. you can, hey, I think I think John should call up call Dank back. He might need some of them peptides to get through the final series with them no legs. Anyway, <laughs> I'll go out my heart in the room with the Lions. The theatre of that game was unmatched for NFL football ever. 
The scenes of, of this weekend, that, that game. This was the second one. This was unbelievable. The crowd has gone absolutely berserk. How good is football with big crowds? Yeah, Just you can't beat it. Because of the Don't ask Adam. Don't ask Adam. He doesn't go to a game. He's a fake supporter. And you've been to a lot of games watching Brisbane Brisbane play. Mate, this whole talk, no one in Victoria is going to watch the game. So it's all about watching on TV. How many, how many Victoria is going to go attend the games now? How many Geelong games did you go to uh, last year? Oh, it was pandemic last year, mate. Uh, well, the year before. Oh, I can't remember that far back. <laughs> we'll know. Come on, Will. Give us the answer. Zilch, uh, mate. Probably not. <laughs> Maybe one. Yeah, scenes of this bloke. But I tell you what, what a round of football. It was one of the best rounds I've seen in a very, very long time. Just everything. Everything was happening. Well, uh, we'll get cracking into it, actually. Uh, we'll cover the Bulldogs, uh, Port Adelaide. We're going to change it up. We're not going to review the game, just the key game, uh, the important points. The dogs in the power on a Friday night. Well, geez, the dogs well, are just having that. This is another game of scenes, really. Um, Bailey Smith costing the game. I mean, they were they were slowly off the marching block anyway. But um, I thought Bailey Smith two minutes ago had all the plays and overlap. Aaliyah was caught in Dead Man's Land. He he just stopped. I don't know what he was thinking. He stopped. Tried to look for an option when the options were in front of him. So um, it's a bad loss for the dogs. Um, they're just getting beaten badly in clearance. I just thought I caught Adelaide. They were better or not. I don't know how it took so long from people front. They just wanted it more. If you look at Wines and Boat, just the way they were, their around the ground, it's just they just wanted it more. I thought Bonk and Valley got shown up. He, uh, I was disappointed in him. I was, I was disappointed in the Bont. Um, he's he's down early. As soon as they um started to nullify him, he just put his head down like a like the cats really in, in sour milk. They just he just gave up. Yeah, I mean, Stoke was, that was one of the best games I've seen all season. Just the way he built his club, the top four position, unbelievable delight. Yeah. Uh, he was yeah. two goals, 31 to Stoke. Uh, kicked three behind. He could have easily kicked four or five. He was huge. He was well, great. The dogs Wines, have got problems. Wines was also very good too. So that was Bulldogs' biggest strength and the, and the midfield of Port Adelaide really stood up. And Wines is great in the... Uh, I think um, the dogs are going to have to tinker the game plan a bit. I think they're trying to be too aggressive. I think they're going to have to go a bit more defensive and try and like slow it down a little bit and try and defend a bit better because um, they just they just went working hard enough on the weekend. Yeah, I mean, their, their efficiency inside board 50 was horrendous. So yeah, it was bad with Bruce. Uh, and even disposal efficiency, they didn't use the ball at well at all, 71% of the game. They went poor that all they got 79%. Yeah. Um, so I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, um, like, now teams look at, oh, all right, let's take care of Bont. I wouldn't be surprised if I actually send Bont to the square um, now and play Dunkley in the midfield. I think they're just throwing Dunkley around half back, half forward. I think they're going to have to get... get just take a punt and try and get some run out of Dunkley, whether he's fit enough or not. I reckon they're going to have to put him in the midfield, and I reckon Bont's going to have to go full forward. Um, I think that's the only way they're going to get a score and just hope that Bont can kick four to six. I just want to talk about uh, East Melbourne, uh, Bonus Mullet, Bailey Smith. Uh, he's not had a good season, to be honest. No, uh, no. But horrible. I think that they're not playing as 
I know, but he's had a poor season. Um, I don't know if it's a wrong right. I want to say, yeah. I think he's had a poor second half of the season. Yeah, but that's when it can, when it matters, mate. Yeah, I mean, technically, he still had 25 disposals. It's not like he's playing horribly. He's just made... Yeah, I'm not going to say he's had a poor season. I think he just has... I wouldn't say they're 21 influential disposals. Yeah, I don't think that one point at all. They're more gaff disposals. <laughs> No, I get. I, oh, yeah. I think he's he's been a bit off the boil recently, especially at the whole, whole Bulldogs in general have been off the boil in the recent um, round. Yeah. So I think as a collective they've been off the boil. Yeah, they're not, they're not a lot of holes. They're not hitting at what no. they want to be hitting at. Yeah. No, I'm trying to think Adam Durant about statistics. I'm not sure. From the stats sheet, when he's playing with a goal, seventy-five points. I thought he was basically the best on ground. Yeah, I thought Trelaw yeah, was unbelievable. Trelaw was very good for dog. If if Trelaw didn't play, they get done by a lot more. He put he held them together because he created a lot of one twos, a lot of run link up, um, plays, and he hit the scoreboard once. Um, he was really good Trelaw as well. I think um without him there they would have been. If he goes down, they're done. Um, but I I think they're cooked anyway. I honestly I think they're in serious trouble. Hawks and the Tigers. Uh, well, this game, uh, I think both teams have been relatively content with uh, what happened. Yeah, the Dolphins getting the Barrett Was this was this game set up? <laughs> it seemed like a late day. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I could have sworn it was a setup. Just want to send all the greats off on a good night. It was almost almost. Grucci was just come kick out of nowhere. Five goals out of it was the last three goals out of nowhere. The game yeah. felt set up. Almost set up perfectly if Burgoyne touched it. <laughs> yeah. I would have actually been happy to lose that game. Like, I wouldn't have cared at all if he touched it. I would have been like, okay, well, I was pretty content with what I saw from a few of the young folk. That's what I really wanted to say. I mean, what are you going to get out of it? I mean, you've already got – they've already won three premierships. Um, yeah, the team's already watched. They've had a bad season, so it's not like there's yeah. not much you can recapture in one game. Yeah, Just exactly. One. And then and then Blue. This an unbelievable career, 400 games, multiple flags as well. So what can you ask? What more can you ask for? And then Clarko going out with his little last horse all game. So, but I yeah. thought um, I just want to add a bit of a rarest about guys to Bolton this week. Uh, he needs to learn that he's a small Yeah, you're not 200 centimeters, man. Uh, stop, stop. I hope he listens to this one because he needs it. Next season, I uh, need to figure it out because I'll tell you what, every time he goes, he just jumps up to the ball. Tom Lynch and Jack Relock must despise playing with ball. He just gets in their way. Like, Lynch about four times is going to clunk him and Bolton just runs in from the side like, like he's uh, Adam Uze at his best. Oh, you know, Winch is like we've got to be best on ground if Bolton wasn't on the ground. I've got to wonder. Adam Uze, you're the Adam Uze. That's good areas, I'll tell you what. That's good areas. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, oh, that's good. Sydney Stack, shout out to him. He's had a good back half of the year. Stack team might not go, but he's been really good. Haven't spread the surface yet either. <laughs> Yeah, um, you lost me at Uze. Um, uh, yeah. Lingard. 
I like Wingard. I think he's had a good season. I think he got underrated Wingard. People like to pot him a lot. They like to pot him for being like Hawthorne's demise, but I think he's a smart footballer, and I think he'll fit into almost every team. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, so I mean, just a little bit of coverage on that one. You know, good percentage both players out, champions, and a couple champions out on that note. I think it was fitting. Both clubs like each other. A lot of friendship there. So I'll move on to the next one, which is uh, Brisbane and the Eagles. Well, this game was so the scenes, really, uh, I would say. Uh, <laughs> it was interesting. Uh, they got over the line late, top four for the uh, Lions. <laughs> It's almost it's you almost forget that they won this game by like thirty eight points. The the way it was the game was being played, they were comfortably in front for the win, just going up for that that margin. It was a bit of it was amazing how all the players were aware of it, and even the West Coast players, they they stopped crying and once they they start trying to put up the effort once they know that the margin. So it was a unique it was a unique perspective into like the mindset of the players and how it can change with. Motivations and all that. I just think this game showed more and more holes of what's going on with the AFL. The 24 second thing, I think it's a big problem. Um, you know, that can't keep happening. They always seem to be messing up the time. And that 24 seconds, you mean you take off that 24 seconds and Brisbane aren't in the top four. Um, simple as that. Um, and that's just, just one of the many problems, including with the 50 meter rule that they're not doing at the moment, um, holding the game up. So. Yeah, so holding the game up is one of the biggest things for mine because that just makes the game slow down and it just, just makes it a terrible to watch. The, the, the timeline's interesting because it's almost it. like we have sports like the, the NBA where every second like counts. They review it to the millisecond. I don't think AFL needs that, but maybe they no. do need a greater checking onto the clock. Yeah. Um, they and they just need to get rid of like they need to just start giving out fifty pound fifty meter penalties for someone that lies on the ball doesn't give it back straight away lies on the player. I reckon they need yeah. to start tackles. To, yeah, yeah well, because they, they say the that the game they're trying to the save time. Yeah, they say they're trying to save time. Well, that's you add all those up. You're just wasting time all the time. So, um, well, they, they need to start the, getting rid of that. They play the fifty meters again twice, and that is no different than when a player sits there and holds the ball. Yeah, the fifty meter yeah. on close, like it, it's no different to when someone's just laying on on someone else after a exactly. free kick, or even worse, sometimes you see it even after a player takes a mark. I think like, yeah, just, I think they just land close, on you. Where close got caught out, he just got caught out and putting the game in dispute because he was just being unsportsmanlike. I think that's really the positioning. I reckon if he did that at half time or any other time of the game, they probably don't even pay it. No, I think I don't even think they would have paid that one. I, maybe it was it was probably there. But it I was think stupid. They, it was because they got the uh, deliberate before that wrong. They thought, oh, crap, we've got to make this. We've got to even yeah. that up. I yeah. think it was a classic even up for mine. Yeah, except for yeah. Uh, even up in the wrong spot. <laughs> you would have loved the uh, game Jared Lyons played. You're all about your tackling. 14 tackles. Jared Lyons. I love my tackles, mate. It's all about the tackles. In final series, mate, that's where it all counts. The tackles, mate. Stoppages. It all on the line. So, that, the tackles, mate. Lines. Who? Zorko had eight, sorry. Uh, Neil I had think Zorko, uh, I think we might maybe uh, have to put Zorko in the All-Australian at this point. Yeah, we'll talk Who's about that. Huh? Who, who's the early adapter onto Zorko and got laughed at? I still never forget. <laughs> never forget um, you, nothing. Yeah, but you got laughed up in, in jest. Like, you know, he wasn't that good at the time. 
he wasn't playing that well at the time. But, you know, I'll admit, I'll be the big man. So I was wrong. He's come back. He's showed me. Uh, well, sorry, I'm not that I made that for you. But uh, we're going to the next game anyway. And uh, Adam, you can lead us off here, mate. The Cats and the Demons uh, after the siren. Maxi gone. Well, it was a bit of a tale of two halves, this one. Um, Geelong come out. It was a tight tussle early. And then Geelong come out and put on, I think it was like nine or eight unanswered goals. And right there, you, you're feeling pretty comfortable confident and comfortable in Geelong and I think the players started to feel a little bit comfortable after that it was just a bit of a momentum change couldn't really expand the margin in the third quarter and in the last quarter geez uh, 30 points Geelong didn't kick a goal in like 40 minutes so they just scoring completely dried up they put the cue in the rack both mentally and physically that's what it looked like from the outside they didn't yeah. have any intent to attack and Melbourne made them pay and that's what happens when you play good what? teams what sums up that Geelong got comfortable is that um, I'm pretty sure, like deep into the important, like deep into the last quarter, um, Dangerfield and someone else got caught on the bench for seven minutes. Yeah, Dangerfield um, and Salwood are both on the bench in the last majority yeah, of the last the last got play. Caught, yeah, for seven minutes. I mean, that's that's major. You know, that's that's totally changed. Probably changes the game. Um, but then you guys, you know, you guys did capitulate just like Melbourne did in the second quarter. Like the way that you guys let them put on three goals. They put on three goals. Three goals within minutes. a minute. Yeah, three yeah. goals within a minute, I think it was like. Uh, yeah. We didn't win a clearance. And like you said, the, the legs didn't but you look guys like did that to there. Them. You guys did that to them in the second quarter where you got like three clearances straight within like a minute and a half and kicked three straight. Um, so I guess it just was just, you know, tail for tail, mate. Yeah. I think it was... That's how, that was one of those games. Um, I think Gorn was huge. I think I think for mine, uh, Lever was was uh, instrumental in that. We we brought him to the game in that third quarter once he was trying to slow down the, the play, and he was just intercepted everything. He was, I think, he was one of the better players on the ground. He was a brick wall in that back line, and he cemented all Australian that performance, in my opinion. I, I well, and just to, but, yeah, keep going. Just to go back to the Joel Salwood one, he only spent sixty percent time on ground. Cam Guthrie, I think, was 70% time on ground. I was about so, to mention that too. Yeah, Dangerfield, 79. Yeah. So they're the three main ball movers for Geelong, and they spent the majority of the time on the on the bench yeah. than any other Melbourne. player. And Oliver had 90. Petrarca had 89. Yeah. Arms had 82. Look at the age. You look at the age of... You look at the age of Dangerfield and Selwood, and I think they're just trying to give the... Yeah, but- Salwood doesn't explosive. average, yeah. He averages a lot higher. That's a, that's yeah, a low think, percentage of time. I think what they, what that's they, just little, get... He had a very good game, considering 28 disposals and 60% game time. But what you've got to understand really is they give him the bigger rest, but they get more explosive passages. And that's what they're trying to do with Dangerfield, because he doesn't have that the legs in him anymore to go the whole game and be explosive. So I think they put him on the bench a bit more, so then when he is on, he's a bit more explosive and can have like five-minute bursts that can change the game. Um, because at, at the end of the day, Dangerfield at his best can change any game. Um, so I think that's why they rest him more, just to try and get explosive passages out of him. Um, I thought pa- Petrarca in the last quarter was huge as well. I think um, he was strong at all the contests and he just um, created a, a lot of link through that mid through the middle of the ground late. Um, I thought he was huge, Petrarca, in that last quarter. I thought Oliver, we haven't mentioned Oliver, he was just an awesome Oliver was Oliver. just a man in himself. He, he was unbelievable yeah. last night, the whole game. Yeah. Oliver showed the difference between uh, uh, elite midfielders and just average or well, the good midfielders. Just his yeah. ability to win contests and, and claim the ball as his own is, is second to none. 
I had him best on ground. Like everyone, like you guys were saying, no, um, Dangerfield best on. But I had him best on ground when, even when they were no, down by 40. He was dominated. He was on fire early as well. But then he had that quiet period where he only had two yeah. touches. Well, I, think, I had Oliver. I think no matter what the score was, Oliver was going to be best on ground last night. He was just unbelievable. Well, I think it. Um, I think this game. Uh, I think the Guthrie. I saw with Benning sixty percent. Guthrie seventy. Benning seventy on. That's big though, because if they meet in a prelim or a grand final, that just won't happen. No. That... Oh, not a and then if the four points difference, but you'd say if they spend more time on the ground, they win. But I'd also go and say that Geelong. Everything they touched turned to goals for that like five minute patch. Well, I don't think Melbourne that necessarily happened with them. I think Melbourne were. They sort of had the ascendancy basically two and a half to three quarters where Geelong just had that patch. I don't know if Geelong's going to do that again. Yeah, well, yeah. I, just, yeah. I don't think I, we were playing that well during that patch. I kind of agree to an extent. I think it was a lot of, like like you said, turned to gold. A few, like, a couple of Jeremy Cameron's goals just fell into his hand or stick it out. Yeah, um, you got a bit of luck. I think there's, but I think there's always a bit of luck with every team. Yeah, but when that's what happens when you get being more dominant and you're getting clearances. You get clearances, you get more looks, you get more luck. Um, but I said it last week, like I was almost disappointed I didn't put a bet on Melbourne halfway through that like period of 40 points because last week I said it the same in that security game in the last quarter. You guys were just holding on, just getting by with experience. You had no run left and you were just trying to, you know, the game and hit, hit goals where you can. And I said that last week and I said it this week against Melbourne. That's just not going to work. If you run out of legs against Melbourne, they're just a much better team. They've got much more cattle. They can match you one-on-one, and then they can create the overlap. And I think that's what happened last night. You guys ran out of legs, and I think Melbourne were just too strong. Um, yep. So I, th- I, th- I think the Geelong beat the Tolls for Melbourne. The Tolls didn't beat us. Uh, uh, Gorn was horrible Donald, last night besides McDonald's, the Tolls. No, Gorn dominated a lot. Gorn was absolutely on fire in the last quarter. Everything yeah, out of the amount of chances he's got. He was but very I'm quiet. talking about Luke Jackson, Tom McDonald, and, and Bailey Fritch. They didn't really have an impact at all. They I think they played him didn't. wrong. I don't know only why ben, they played The only forward who, who provided a threat was Ben Brown. And, I um, think they were yeah, much Brown better. Well. Yeah. yeah, but I, I think he w- it was much better um, when Fritch played deep and Ben Brown played up the ground. I think Ben Brown, when he was playing deep, I just think that's when Melbourne were struggling to score. Um I just think that Ben Brown has to play up the ground a bit more because he's that bigger body and he's going to get it to the ground. I think um, Fritch is able to le- um, lose lose his man a bit better and create a bit more space because he's a bit more dynamic. So, see that going forward, I guess. We'll see next week if Geelong took the, put the cue in the rack early. It's going to be um, a massive game. It's going to be a massive game. I think it's going to be a real good game, Geelong put on. I think that could be a grand final, Maddox. I think we saw in this game the, the value of Tom Stewart. Um, Tom Stewart, I was about to say it, yeah. They're missing the ability of an interceptor. I think Henry, although he's a, like a second option for the interceptor, I don't think he can play that number one role because then we're losing also another uh, key defender in a sense. So I think there's a, there's a question on the Cats whether they can get enough intercepts through the back line. Yeah, um, well, I'm not sure if Tom Stewart go plays yesterday, he debatably gets a fist on that gone ball. Um, so, I mean, but that's that's yeah. Stanley's fault. That was just irresponsible. 
to just let that happen. I'm sure it's playing. He's he's liable to he racks them up. He gets liable to get 15 to 20 disposals. He assures our back line. He's the main rebounder in our back line. So I think it's a, it's a big loss, and they're going to have to look for ways to replace him. I'm not sure the options that they went with. O'Connor will spend more time in the back line. He hasn't looked right since he's been injured. Um, yeah, like I said, there's not really – and no one really going to – no one looks like they're going to stand up and replace what Tom Short Brent. So that's a big problem. Do you reckon they can, pl- they can play Dangerfield and centre-half back in parts? No. No, I don't think there's accountability to play that role. I think but he's he does have the marking. He does have he has the marking, marking ability. ability, and he has the explosiveness, and he has I the think, ability to replay. I think the replay. guy who could come and in and play that role is Mitch Duncan, but we need to wait to see if they can get him back. Then are you going to play him half fit in a final? I think they will. I don't know if they should, but I think they will. Whether they should or not, different story. But well, the doctor take that risk with Duncan, and it hasn't paid off. I think Henry in. I just got a feeling that the bigger the game, the better Henry will play. I don't know why. It's just a feeling I've got that he'll. He might be the one to replace Stuart. He won't obviously play as good as him, but I think he'll. He's going to replace the role with a bit more assured assuredness. I think that's all Henry needs. A few times, he did a couple like weak spoils and double fisters from behind. I think he just needs to back himself to take the grabs. Yeah, I, I think, um, yeah. yeah. I'm just so, thinking it'll be um it'll be fifty fifty this week. I reckon this will either break Geelong or I think it will make them better and they will just come out firing against Port. So I think it will just be one or the other. Yeah, uh, we're going to the next game. Um, we talked about the Warriors and the Giants, but was Eddie Betts' last game, champions game. Congratulations to him. Uh, David Teague's last game as a Carlton coach. Uh, Is that official? Uh, no, but on Monday morning, getting this out tomorrow morning. <laughs> tomorrow morning? Yep. Well, uh, the media are going to that tonight. So, um, yeah. I think he that it's not looking good for him. I don't know. That's just well, close to that age, yeah. We'll, we'll talk it's... about that a bit later. But, um, yeah, he finds some boards at the board, at the media, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. I found it very found it, uh, interesting. Yeah, the Giants just done enough. They didn't play well in this game, the Giants. They didn't score as long, but they done enough to get out of the ball. The Blues looked like that. They were in front. It was just like the classic was their performance. They couldn't keep their lead. Front, I, was, I think they, they had the opportunities to build some ascendancy. Maybe you switched on and just Giants kick some goals. Well, that's what I felt. Yeah. I think um the Giants, I saw patches of their horrible form from a month ago last night, but... Yeah, I think um, Tim Taranto was massive in this game. Like, I think he, he missed all the goals. Game. He did, but I think he was, you know, that could improve. I, I think, think um, they didn't kick straight. I think um, even though GWS didn't play that well and they were playing some of their poor, poorer footy you've seen, which some of their poorer footy is really bad. Um, I think mainly the problem last night, they just didn't hit the scoreboard. I don't think well, it's going to be a problem next week. The amount of times them two clubs have played each other in a final is quite an, amazing, considering um, the Giants are only what ten years old, nine yeah. nine nine years old, and they've already played each other in three finals. Just proves 
those two clubs are very successful. They have I really culture. don't know who's going to They have a culture it. set up. That game's going to be so close. I don't know who's going to win any of the games, but it's really serious. <laughs> I'm expecting but... the dogs to bounce back against us, and then, but I do think they're in trouble, but nah, it is what it is. I think they're well, mine, I, I'm just going with the favourites for mine in this final series. Oh, yeah, just, just take the easy road, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Sydney should win, but Sydney's got a few injuries. Callum Mills now injured. Uh, it's a big, big worry for Sydney. Um, anyway, we're going to the next game, the last game we'll cover. Uh, the Bombers uh, clinch your finals for the first time in nearly a decade. Um, pretty good effort for the Bombers. They play finals. Finals, Yeah, they play Never mind that Sydney one. I forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> got done by Arsenal, so my bad. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened again. <laughs> no, they, they, it was a good effort from Arsenal. I thought they played pretty good. Yeah, they weren't hopefully good, but only deplorable. So they just done what they needed to do, pretty much like other Giants. Well, they match up well against the Dogs, so I think um, they're in with every shot, aren't they? My man, two meter Peter's just in a red form at the moment. He's, he's having a good month. He didn't have anyone on him today. Who played on him? Who played on him today? Imagine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about Imagine. Adam loves <laughs> Imagine, jeez. I don't know. Imagine's improved this year, but he needs to improve a lot more still. Um, so when he started, when he had his first game, when Buddy kicked seven on him, it was just incredible to watch. <laughs> he's come a long oh, way from there, but he's still a long way to go. Wasn't that bad today? He's one on one. Yeah, I was just about to mention Redmond. Most improved Bombers player. Yeah, him and uh, Jakey Tring is having the year, having the second half of the year. It's amazing, really. Yeah, I think he will probably he could even lead the ground line in the last. Before Package against his old mob, the dog. His old mob. There's, there's a good storylines brewing in this, in this game. The package should deliver. It would be a, a tremendous to watch the package just dominate. Parish, I like the. I got a parish watch out because I'm not sure if Bulldogs go to tag, but it's seeming now that any tag is effective against Parish. So it'll be interesting to see if Bulldogs send a tag to Parish, and because he was tagged out of this game. Well, it's happening with Steel as well. Well, yeah, 21. It's yeah, just, uh, non-influential again. Not yeah, 21 is 21, but when you watch the game, it's not quite the same impact. It's not. It's a, it's a very common thing with these players that yeah. just start playing really, really well for the first time because as soon as teams start giving them some attention, they, they haven't learnt to get from the tag yet. And I think he'll be better for it next year. Then coaches turn around and say to tags, and the media say tags don't work, but I think a hard tag uh, is effective against almost a lot of players. You just no, rarely see They it. work. They 100% work. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it's award season uh, starting next week. Uh, this week, uh, yeah, next week. Yeah. Um, so it's award season starting next week. Uh, the Brownlow Medal, the Rising Stars, the Hall of Fame, uh, the Australian team will be announced in the next uh, month. Uh, we'll start off with the uh, Brownlow Medal, I think. Um, Jackie Steele. Jackie Steele's coming home late. Oh, yeah, he's, he's on the march, Jack Steele. I, I looked at uh, the votes last year. 
and uh, I thought he got votes when he shouldn't have. So if he does that again, I've got to yeah. get three votes behind. He could easily win the ground, I think. He keeps getting votes when he... But I tell you what, she has been a bit lippy to the umpire, so that might not happen. Um, but I still think Oliver's a clear favourite. I don't know how you can take Bont at $2.50. Um, he's just been too he's quiet the last three weeks. Anymore. What is he now? He's, uh, he, now he's $3.45. What's Oliver? He's $2.70 favourite. Oliver's $4.50. Oh, I'm so $2. glad $2. that we got on. I'm so glad that we got on at eights, whatever it was. Oh. Oliver's Oliver's a chance. Is there any concern that the other Melbourne players would take votes off him, or like with Petrarca? Petrarca, possibly. But I tell you what, no one's had a vote in the last two months. I just don't think anyone's going to take votes off Oliver. I'm I'm starting to come around to Ollie Wines. Maybe I could I I could easily see that. Yeah, the boat. But the thing is, I I, I think Petrarca's had such a quiet period for like six weeks the last two months. Um, I just don't think, think he'll take any votes. Well. Yeah, that's when Oliver plays. Yeah, I just that's think Oliver is not going to have many votes taken. I, I don't know. It's going to be so close. Well, has had some quiet games, but he's had some games when he's played really well too. Earlier on. I think he might even lead it after 10 rounds. Petrarca, him and Bonzo I think, being front. I think uh, Petrarca will lead it after round five. Yeah, it's a good chance, yeah. I think I'll say, I'll say Tuck Miller, I, I'm curious to see what votes he's going to get. Like, there is chances that they could give him threes and losing games. That's how good he's been playing. So, Tuck Miller's going to be interesting to see how many they give him. He won't win it, though. That's fine. I don't, I, I don't know about this Brownlow, but this is going to be the most um, entertaining Brownlow for a very long time. I'm not sure about this Brownlow. It doesn't feel like anyone's really like It hasn't been a no. standout. FSA, I've been so. saying a draw all year. I've been saying multiple winners all year. I think it will be. I'm real confident. And I've we haven't had multiple winners for a while. I think multiple winners would be would be a good result because I think there hasn't been yet yeah, one standout player. I think uh, Tom Mitchell is a real sneaky chance. Yeah, I think come late, Tom Mitchell. He's going to storm home, Tom Mitchell. If he's if he's within striking distance at round fifteen, he'll win the round. I hope we're not in lockdown for this either. Honestly. Well, we will be, so put your hope away, mate. <laughs> put your glasses down. <laughs> no point having hope, mate. How many weeks yeah, away? Yeah, no hope. Hope is useless. How many weeks away? Three. Three oh, weeks. There's a no. <laughs> yeah, there's no chance. <laughs> How many cases today? It'll be at least weeks? a month. And, no, it'll be at least a month until the uh, round. Isn't it the grand today? final week? Yeah, so at least four weeks, but it's five weeks. Um, four weeks. How many cases today? How many cases, How many cases today? 80? I'll, I'll stop paying attention, Matt. I think it's 80 or something. Yeah, well, if it's 80, yeah. Far out. But, yeah, sceneries. But, oh, man, it's going to be exciting Brownlow. We're going to have to do, like, a live phone call or something. It's absolute scene. We might scenes. do a live, uh, we might actually try and do a live uh, podcast, Brownlow. Yeah, maybe. That could be a good go. Yeah, we've got to get to work on those technical difficulties with those ones, I reckon. Yeah, well. <laughs> Yeah, we do, but we can do it. We've got well, we've got four or five weeks to figure it out. So, uh, anyway, we'll talk about the All Australian team. Um, so, Jack Steele starts yeah. on the ground. Yes, I agree. Oh, I don't have him on the ground. Yeah, well, now he is on the ground. <laughs> right, you I'm still going... don't have him on the ground, Adam. No, nah, I went with Wines. 
Yeah, well, the argument could be made. Though. I'd have both of them on the ground. That argument could be made, too. You guys had Parrish on the ground. Yeah, taking, uh, taking the P-I-S-S. With, with dollar signs, mate. Honestly, Jack Steele starts on the ground and Wine starts on the ground. Especially after Steele has had, like, multiple threes. I'm, I've that... got... No, well, if I'm just going on ballers, I've got Wines, Bontepelli and Oliver. Oh, yeah, yes. that's the center. Yeah, well, I get there. Yeah, you could make the case, I guess. Wines, Bottom, Pally, Oliver. I reckon. Yeah, I, I reckon Bottom. Pally is. If you're picking a player head to head, I think you still even take Bottom Pally because he's just absolutely. I don't even he's, think... When he's on, when he's on. I don't on, think Pally. Honestly, I don't even know if Bottom Pally's gonna finish in the top three anymore of the Brownlow. That's how I'm sure I am. I think there's a bit of recency bias coming into play as well because you just remember the last month and he hasn't been that good. But what about the games he was absolutely... A month is a lot in the close season of, of the Brownlow, mate, though. I'm talking about... Uh, yeah, he's talking about All-Australian. No, even that. All-Australian, all Bond and Pally, I think, has had a better season than still. Just... Yeah, I think... Yeah. That, I, I would just take... You forget Steele's carrying a, a piece of crap on his back. Yeah, that's right. called, that's, that's called a St. Kilda jumper, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to deny it this year, mate. I'll take it. Um, so, is there any uh, mentions of players who should get in ahead of the ones we had in? Just Zorko. I love Zorko coming in. Zorko was already in mine. Who's your replacer? I don't um, think Zorko can replace Jake Stringer with the uh, backup. He's still in the bench. Yeah, I don't probably. Or Zorko uh, on the bench. Stringer starts over Zorko. Stringer's had an unbelievable second half. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Stringer starts on. Yeah. No, but Zorko, for me, is in that, is in that team. But, yeah, you could just take out a midfielder and put Zorko out. Zorko in his complaint. Well, what was our team? Can, can anyone, did anyone have it up? I don't have it up with no. currently. But it was so, the, the, the host sure. of the game does not have it. I'm pretty sure it was uh, Stewart in the back pocket. Fullback was Stephen May. Other back pocket was Jake Weaver. That deal there. Yeah. Yep. Half back was Christian Sayon. One half yep. back. Um, centre half back was. Weedering. Oh, the centre half back. Yeah. I'm, I'm putting Elia Lair in and taking out Weedering. Um, no. Not for me. Nah, yeah, no. Nah. Oh, uh, sure. It... Ali Ali is 100% All-Australian this year. You can't put him in because he missed so many games. How many games did he miss? Heaps from that groin injury. Did he? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Uh, I'll just go have a quick, uh, quick quiz here. Live checking the uh, Aaliyah Aaliyah has played uh, every game this year. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting him ahead of Weedering. Yeah, you say Stewart out now? No. Nah, Stewart's... No, he, what, no, he missed two Stuart. games. Stewart's... No, yeah, Stewart's a lot. Yeah, Stewart's a lot. He missed one game. 
Stewart's easily a lock. He's one of the Obviously, if we're playing this as a team, uh, we're really sucks in the back line with Olira, Jake Weaver playing on the second best forward. We'll be playing a good team. On the second best forward. He's, he's a, he plays that role. I think you just have to put him in. Yeah, you got May. You got uh, May to play on the gorilla. Great. You got Leah, Leah. You got Lever coming in. You got Stewart. I don't think you'll have too much concerns about that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, yeah, you got okay. Um, on the on one on the other half back line, you had Short, didn't we? No, I think Daniel Rich. No, we had Daniel uh, Rich. Yeah, yeah, not Rich short. Rich. Short's not in the team. Yeah, Short's not in the team. Yeah, uh, yeah, Rich. Okay, Who are you yeah, getting think... Short from? He's just trying to sneakily put a Rich and player anywhere. This bloke. <laughs> no, I think I was thinking about the. Combined them with Sinclair's had a better year than Short. No, he hasn't. Anyway. Yes, he um, has. No. I, I want to put uh, Dale. Yeah, Bailey Dale, but he just he has missed too many games. Uh, Rich has been better. No, Bailey or Salem. Who? Who? Bailey Dale or Christian Salem? Who would you rather Salem. have? Salem. Salem. Dale's missed too many games. Yeah, Dale has missed games. Dale's Dale. only played the last four weeks. Oh, on the wing, we had Sam Walsh on one wing. Um, I think we had Bonton Pally in the centre, was it? Or Oliver? Yep, Bonton Pally. Um, and then on the other wing, we had McRae, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Uh, we agree with that? Yep. Yep. Um, half forward, we had a Petrarca, didn't we? At one half forward. Yeah, yep. half forward. Uh, then yep. we had Hawkins. Yep. Yep. And then we had... Uh, Stringer. Stringer, yep. Yep. Full forward, Mackay. Yep. Pocket uh, Green. Toby Green. And I'm, I'm, take, I'm putting in Charlie Cameron ahead of Fritch. No. No, I think Cameron's no. had a better year. When you no, look at he it, hasn't. He hasn't played enough games, Adam. You can't no, play. No, but he's been better. He, he, I, yeah. I think he's just been better. When you look at the stat, when you look at statistically speaking, uh, combined goals and goal assists. Cameron's way ahead of him, of way ahead of Fritch. When Fritch is not kicking goals, his impact in the game is quite negligible. When you have no, to have a he's look at impacted it. a lot of big time games this year. Uh, I think I think we've got kicked seven in the know. last quarter last week. Five in the last yeah, quarter. Yeah, but that's he, he has. He's, I think he's a bit of a one trick pony. He's just a goal. He's just a finisher. I'm not saying he's not no. playing his role. Fritch, but Fritch I think Charlie Cameron is a way more. The same amount of goals now. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Cameron's got way more goals this. Way better pressure stats. He's a, he's much better um, in both those aspects. You can't play six games and then you know. It, it, I was... No, we're talking Charlie Cameron. Oh, Charlie Cameron. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking um, your Cameron. No, I'm, tr- I'm a mess tonight. Mike's everywhere. I want to play. Charlie Cameron. I think if you actually if you actually have a look between the two, Fritch is because I think Charlie Cameron. Same amount of goals, got way more goal assists. I think he's got way better pressure stats. He's got way more. Well, can we look this up? Can we look this up? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. The same amount of goals. Um, Charlie Cameron's got six more goal assists. He's got more goal score involvement. He's got more tackles. He's got more tackles inside 50. He had a bad uh, start um, to the year. He had a we'll bad start a, to the year. We'll make a judgment on it. Why kill you have it? Wife not there, is this kid? Adam, who would you have in? No, I think I you're have Cameron. Cameron. Uh, I'll go Fridge. Wait, you got the deciding back, Matt. I don't know, he didn't believe Adam's stats, so he got a foot on 
I just think Fritch is one trick pony for mine. And I think Charlie Cameron's done it for multiple years as well. I just back the play I just that think I know. This year, Fritch has been more consistent throughout the season. Not yeah, I'm, got, look, I'm just going Fritch. I just think he's been more clutch in bigger games. There's seven goals that Fritch kicked in the junk time. What is it? Four goals in junk yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, but I think um, there's a lot of big games they won against the top eight where. Fritch... Uh, for me, I think. I guess it's true, but I just like I just like I'll, if I'm actually taking a player, I'm taking Charlie Cameron every day of the week. Yeah. Um, yeah anyway, so I've got Fridge, uh, Green, and McKay. Happy with that? Yes. Yep. Oh, uh, well, all right. Go to the interchange. Uh, we had Guthrie in. No, we? we had the Rovers. We got to do the Rovers. Yeah. Uh, Rovers. In the ruck, we had Dawn. Yep. Yep. And then we had um, was it Oliver and Wines and Stuff. So Parrish nope. goes to the bench. Yep. Uh, Who's it? Still, who do you want? I'll uh, have Wines. I'll have Wines as well. Yeah, wines oh, wins. whatever. I think he's calling. We've got Still. And on the bench, we've got Still. Parrish. Yep. Do we have Guthrie on the bench? No, uh, no we have Rory Laird on the bench. Rory Laird on the bench. I think we throw Zorko in. Zorko on the bench. And I want to take out another midfielder as well. Um... I want to put Nick Nat in the team. Yeah, no. I put Nick Nat as the bench. Yeah. You put Nick Nat Nui in the team? He's been enormous this year. You look at his stats, he's by far the best rugby in the competition. Not even close, he does. Not in a million years is it like anywhere. No one is even close to him. Statistically. I, just started new. I agree with that. And especially because Melbourne played two rock combination with Gorn anyway. With Gorn and Jackson. I mean, you look at the game that Nui played on the weekend. No one talks about it. He was just absolutely enormous in that game. He had 24 disposals, 53 hitouts, and 11 clearances. He's done that multiple times this year. I think he has to be in the team. Okay. Yeah, I think so, he's been. Okay, so I guess took me and Rory Laird miss out. Yeah, well, I, I still don't think Rory Laird's team. I think Rory Laird's better than Zorko. Yeah, so then, yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you're going to do that, then you can't put Zorko ahead of Laird. Like, Laird's had three disposals every game this year. So basically, Zorko plays a different role. Yeah. Rory Leeds plays as a midfielder. Zorko plays as a, a forward midfielder combo. But you could also say that Leeds pushes back, which no one really in the yeah. team by the back. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I look, I, I, I'm back. fine with that. I'm not dying on this Zorko Hill, but I'm just saying. I think the selectors will probably select him. Yeah, well, then I'll go with um, us only because I think he's been more consistent. And just as I think the selectors will choose Cameron over Fritch. Well, we don't have to have Nick Nat in the team. I just follow firstly. Uh, well, I saw a few all Australians actually. I saw a few on like TikTok, or whatever. How you mean it's not much credibility, but a lot of people did have Nick Nat. So fair enough. Yeah, I, I, in my revised team, I think I would have Nick Nat in because he yeah don't have much toll. In that team, anyway. I think second a lot of goal, people just haven't been rough. paying enough attention because West Coast is so boring. Been playing poor, yeah. Yeah, They're boring yeah right. fair away. enough. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so that's the same then. Yeah, all right. Well, then I guess Zorko just misses out and Tukmiller just misses out, which is, I don't know. I, I reckon they're going to find a way to fit Tukmiller in, to be honest. So yeah, maybe yeah, but... wrong. yeah someone from the Gold Coast. Yeah, um, we'll go to the Rising Star. Well, it seems all but over the Rising Star. Uh, I've done the money cold on Tommy Green. Thought I got a good price, uh, three bucks, and he come into a dollar fifty, and now he's out for six bucks. So I was pretty poor price, wasn't it? Yeah. Luke uh, Jackson's worth it. Luke Jackson's the pick, but for me, I still take Tom Green. 
I'll take Tom Green as a player. I think you'll have a better career than Jack. I think you'll have a better, I think you'll have I a better year. For I mine. think Luke Jackson's going to be... I think Luke Jackson's going to be, like, clutch, huge player. Yeah, well, Luke Jackson's going to be a key key position player, so it's different. But I think if you're just comparing to actual seasons, who's had a better season? I don't know. No, I think, I think Green's had a better year, too. First yeah, Green's just had it. Green... Well, we're going to find out this final series, aren't we? Because um, they're both going to be getting the chance, so we're going to oh, find out. Green's not even in the team. That's, that's why he won't get it. Sorry? Sorry, no, I think George Jardis will be third. Easy. Right. I think George Jardis will be third. A bit underrated, McInerney. No, he's yeah, a great he's player. It's either way. It's, who gives a shit about these little bullshit votes, really? At the end of the day, yeah, they're all going to be great. Really it's all a media award. The media will just give it yeah. to who they want. Yeah, they're all going to be great. Like, George Yardy is going to be a star as well. Like, they're all going to be stars. Like, it is what it is. They're okay. all going to be stars. We'll move on to the uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, so, I asked you to pick who you think should be the next legend in the Legends Hall of Fame. Lenny Hayes. Oh, jokes, he's already in it. <laughs> he's not. Anyway. He's not a yes, he is. He's Lenny Hayes is in the Hall of Fame. Though. Yes, he is. He got dra- he goes in last year. He's not a legend, though. I don't think you know what a legend Hall of Fame means. So what was what was Lenny Hayes in last year? Just a Hall of Fame. Ah, oh, whatever. I'll go to the I'll mention the players who are legends, so I don't pick any of them. So Daryl Baller, St Kilda, is in two thousand six. Ron Barassi, Kevin Bartlett, Malcolm Bight, Aiden Bunton, Barry Cable, Roy Gazaley, John Tolman, Gordon Coventry, Jack Dyer, Holly Farmer, Royce Hart, Peter Hudson, Bill Hutchison, Alex Jezelenko, John Kennedy Senior. Bugger Lockett, Wayne Matthews, Jock McHale, John Nichols, Dick Reynolds, Bob Pratt, Barry Robburn, Kevin Sheedy, Norm Smith, Ian Stewart, and Teddy Wisden. Yep. And what, there's a lot of Tigers in there, just a big punch for the Tigers. A ton of them in that So So some can, do they just own players only, or do they do coaches as well? Uh, yeah, they, they can do coaches. Uh, there's one administrator in there. Um, do you reckon they might go a tactical tactical raise awareness um, for mental health and put Danny Frawley in because he was like the coaches' association and all that stuff? Uh, no, I don't. Yeah. I think you have to be a legend in a, a legend Hall of Fame player in your own right too. I don't think Danny Frawley was um, up to the players oh, that I've defended. Debatably, he's one of the best defenders of all time. But well, out of just being a player, I'll put in Gary Ablett Senior into a legend. Is he not in there? No. no. I guess it's for his um the oh, reputation, yeah. right? Yeah. Is oh, Wayne Carey is Wayne Carey in there? Yeah, Wayne Carey is the other one as well. They're they're just not in for reputation, I'm guessing, because Wayne yeah. Carey is probably the great. Up there with um Ablett, so. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think um the Robert Harvey. He's a player that could go in there. The more player Ablett senior. That's my pick. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I would have Ablett Senior and Kieran. How many do they do at a time? 
I usually I do one every year. Is Matthew Richardson in it? No. Which I know. He'll be in. These, all of them are going to be in there eventually. Let's be honest. Oh, all depends though. There's only 40 or 50 in the Hall of Fame there after a very long time. So they don't. I don't think got legend status. He won't be a legend. Yes, he will. Nah, he's Hall of Fame, but he won't be a legend. His legend's reserved for like the uh, legends. And all depends though. He was first ballot Hall of Famer. And usually, when I look back, every first ballot Hall of Famer has generally become a legend. If you're putting him in, you can put in Matthew Lloyd in as well because he won't. I do think Matthew well. Lloyd. I think I think that he's a legend too. I think I think the players that that carried the game with legends. Like I think Richo was a big thing, whether you went for Richmond or not. I think Matthew Lloyd. Everyone wanted to be Matthew Lloyd, whether you went for Essendon or not. Um, you know, I think all these players are legends, to be honest. Yeah, well, they're legends in their own right. Yeah, whether they're gonna make their. I mean, what makes Darrell Bulldog? Better than all these guys. Well, I don't know. Obviously, we there you go. Of these guys. But did they say he was? Besides, he was just a coach. Like I don't know. I think they're all legends, really. Really, see the difference in the Hall of Fame legends. I think Bulldog is in because he was the captain of St Kilda's Valley Premiership. Yeah. What about like uh, you know? You could have the Longs. Mark. I was going to say you could have Mark. You know, yeah, exactly. Rowley, the indigenous, like carrying the indigenous name, like bringing them into, you know, changing the game forever. All them players, like they're all just as influential as each other. So I just think it's a bit, I don't know. You have to cast one pick. I asked you to cast one, so you have to pick one player. You need to make a legend in the Hall of Fame next week. I reckon they do an indigenous player then. Yeah. Which indigenous player? Adam Good. Good. I hope not. I hope not. I just don't like him. I just hate. Oh, I just hate him. I reckon I'd rather someone else. Like yeah, like um Michael Long or yeah Nicky Winmar or someone. I think, I think, I think the two most uh, famous Indigenous players or three, Winmar, Rioli, and Long. Yeah. No, I reckon they should do an Indigenous. I reckon. Oh, they I, reckon an indigenous yeah. I reckon Franklin. Uh, nah, that he'll go in. When you're still <laughs> <laughs> Why not? He's, he's kicked things. a thousand goals. I'll put him legend status. If he kicks a thousand, he's instant legend for kicking a thousand in this era. Yeah, I think he'll go in when his career's done. I think that's the best way to do it. Um, uh, yeah, look. Good. Yeah, they, it will be in, in. I reckon they'll go Indigenous and calling it. Uh, I will have as the. As some of you that don't do it, they could have a year where they don't talk, put one in. I would have uh, the next player into the Wednesday Hall of Fame with Jason Thompson. Um, I would be happy with that as well. Yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah, well, second, well, um, second in all-time goal-kicking values. For more, I think Gary Ablett Senior is like a bigger, it was like a bigger draw card. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he was, he was Not by much. I wouldn't say by a lot. I don't know. I think Dunstall was a goal kicker. I think Ablett was more like an entertainer. Yeah, but then Wayne Carey was just as good. I, I reckon Wayne Carey was just as good as um, Ablett. Well, I'm just putting in Ablett in sooner because Wayne Carey played later than Ablett. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I just think them two are like, equally as good as each other. Uh, anyway, so we've covered that. We're going to go on to the approaching uh, position of the Carlton Collingwood boys. Um, well, yep. we'll start with Carlton, and it looks like the box. Uh, one thing, 
and score first. Uh, Everton lost the attack. Uh, anyone who better had a bet on Russell. Oi, oi, Will, Will, you need to speak into the microphone a bit louder. That was a mumble. I couldn't understand what you were saying. I said they, they uh, sports bet cancelled it. So. Oh, they cancelled it? Um, what was the odds? Bet. I didn't know. I would have um, loaded up. It was really short. What was Ross? I don't I didn't walk. I just said they cancelled it. I was like, fair enough. That makes sense. Ah. Oh. Man, I, I wish they that 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 market came out a month ago. I would have put a hundred bucks straight up on on Ross Lyon. I probably would have got four or five dollar odds, if not a little bit more, because he was saying he didn't want to coach, and I would have been laughing to the hills because I called this over a month ago that Ross Lyon would be the perfect man that would take this job, and they'll want him. Um, well, now it's uh, not. Now it's not. So he's got the job now, pretty much. Well, no. yeah. now it's whether you think it's the right appointment. Personally, I think it's a horrendous appointment. I, can't uh, I, I don't think it works in any way, this appointment. No, I think, think it does. I think it does. I think defensively, they're very, like, they've got good defence, but, like, defensive players, but I think defensively, they are poor. And I think he'll make the defenders more accountable. I think he's going to make that whole team more accountable. So I think he's the right appointment. Ooh. It's irrelevant. It depends what the expectations is of Carlton. We know Ross Lyon doesn't appreciate young players. Uh, uh, everyone knows that. He's not going to promote the young players. He's going to try to go the senior players. So I think that's what. What's the expectations of Carlton? Is it is it to be competing in the finals in the first year? Ross yeah, Lyon's there. Or? Yeah. I don't think he'll do that. I think he might have changed the way he talks about the game. The one before he classified, he said the first year players are irrelevant. So, I don't think not, When did he all. say that? When did he, he say said that? It. He said it on Footy Classified. When? It was a couple of weeks ago. I could, I'll search it up. But was but he, he saying quite, it in jest? Like... No, he was saying it in, like, when he was analysing a team. He was like, when you don't... You know, when analysing teams, listen, he's saying you take out the first-year players because they're relevant to a premier in, in, in Take them out in ideologies to what? To what? Uh, you know, I don't think he'll say that about a lot of players in Carlton, but maybe, I don't know. I think he's going to have to shift his mentality. To get it's the culture. With. And I don't think he's... I just think Carlton have overrated their list. They think they can play finals. I think now we realise they can't. And I think with Ross Lyon, he's not a character who's prepared to go backwards, to go forwards. Never has been, never will be. Yeah. And at Carlton, I don't think they need to go backwards. Do. I don't think uh, they have to go backwards. Do you really think their list has to go backwards? I think they need to keep fighting young players. I think their list is not that bad. I think their list is not that bad. I just think their game plan is poor, and I think their accountability and attitude is poor. I see a lot of patches in Carlson that look really good. Uh, I agree the accountability and attitude one. That's coming from the top, though. The board's not accountable of their actions. So Mm. how do you think the players are going to have the same? What culture are you setting for the players? Okay, well then, so we've sorted out Carlson. What about Collingwood? Uh, Craig McRae is. I'll just have a quick look now. How much? Craig McRae is a dollar seventy. Dollar seventy. Yeah, I don't know if I'm willing to take that. I'm not sold on that yet. Even though that's the news, I'm not taking that. He'll be the next time we'll catch Craig McRae, and I think it's a terrific appointment for the price. Okay, so put a hundred bucks on it. Uh, why am I gambling on it? I just think he'll be the next character. But you're so sold. I am sold. I think when you hear from just the same people. And journos are generally on the money. Generally, correct. I don't even know who Craig McRae is. Did he ever play any <laughs> football? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. How many games did he play? Uh, 
He played for the Brisbane Lions, hundred and hundred and ninety-five games for Fitzroy and Brisbane Lions. Not bad. Did he win a premiership? Did yeah, he, he did. He played in the three-peat. He played in the three-peat. Yeah. Cool. Oh, one of the, he must be one of the <laughs> forgotten players of that team. No, nah, he was one of the... He, they were all good. Anyway, Um, it, this just brings up the other questions, like who, where is Alistair Clarkson going? Is he going to be maybe the new appointment of a new Tassie team? That, like maybe he's going to be um, like running the academy and getting these players in Tassie ready. Or maybe he's going to go to Gold Coast and try and fix things up a little. Tasmania won't have a team. We'll talk about that later. That's my big brother for the weekend. Tasmania. But, uh, it makes yeah, me so angry that they're not going to get a team. Oh, I think they need a team. I'm frustrated. And it just sums up what the AFL think of the state, really. And then they have the nerve to put two finals games there when it suits them. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. I think Clarkson will take a year off. I think he'll assess his options. I think he'll Obviously. play for an opening that he wants. Um, I'm hoping that St Kilda... I reckon... We, I want St Kilda, honestly. If St Kilda don't make finals next year, out goes Ratton. Because I think the play, he lost the players a bit this year. Out goes Ratton. Alistair Clarkson comes back home to the Saints, mate. Well, I don't think he'll want to go to St Kilda either. I don't, <laughs> I don't think Clarkson will turf out Ratton. No, nah, I don't think they're really good friends. I don't think he would replace Ratton. No, nah, I don't think he'll replace him. I see him more likely going to Gold Coast. No, nah, I think he won't go to Gold Coast for the exact same reason. Oh, here we go. This is where Will's going to pull it. Oh, he's going to the Richmond board. He's going to be working for the Richmond board in, in the four quarters, mate. No, nah, I, I don't think he'll replace Drew either. Maybe so where's he going to go then? Uh, uh, well, maybe he goes to the coaches' association. Yeah, that's like what he, I mean, it's what he always does. Like he's always like, you yeah, know, having an influence he'll get on the, the rules. He get onto the yeah, rules, rules committee, committee because he loves meddling with the rules. Jeez, he had him and his coffees with uh Gil. Can't be worse than hockey, mate. You know, jeez. Oh no, I reckon he can. He might do us. He might do us a few favors to talk to our to the cats. I'm, I'm a one man. I'm a boy. I, I think um, we're discussing we're discussing dead space here. I mean, as as I always say, one week in footy is a long time, and if he has a year off, one year in a fo- in footy is a long time, and there's going to be a yeah. lot of other problems at some other club next well, year. Um, so we'll go back to Collingwood. There's always problems somewhere, so then something's going to come up. We'll go back to it's Collingwood. It's just uh, show business. Um. So who do you think will be the next coach? And Blake? It's not Craig McGrath. Well, I was still sold on Don Pike. What's his odds? Three dollars fifty. I'm sticking with Don Pike. Oh, I think they're going to go with Don Pike. It's on the phone to my uncle today, and he was telling me that I spoke of Riley. He's telling me Don Pike is the best coach not in football at the moment. Yeah, I think they, I'm still. I'm not sold on McCray. As much as Caro said that, I don't know. I think Don Pike. I think he where's was a pretty Jay, good coach. Where's James Hurd going? <laughs> Here we go. Oh, James no, Hurd was actually. Heard- Hopefully into non-existent somewhere, mate. Really. I don't think Hurd deserves to come back into the AFL fold. Maybe he should get a Hall of Fame this year. Uh, no, not for me. He should, he should never be in the Hall of Fame and he should never be allowed back in the game. I'll do it, man. I, I, I think he was, he was wasn't bad. He just got... I think he still knows his football. No, he does. And he's just a prick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Look... Everyone deserves a second chance. It's like Bomber Thompson, mate. I think he's Jamie Graham, by the way. Uh, Anyone know who he is? 
Seven dollars. I heard him talking about him on the radio today. No idea. He's he's, uh, coming into the uh, consideration massively. I didn't know who half these teams... I didn't know who half these coaches were. I didn't know who Don Pike was before he coached. I didn't know really know who Sanderson was before he coached. None of us punters know who's a good coach, bad coach. Who who the hell... We just just know what we're told. We're not inside the inner sanctum. We don't know who controls what. We don't know who's in charge of this game plan, who made that move. Who developed that player? We're just told that. In all so seriousness, like punters know at all about like, any who of actually to do with coaches. Knew, like, who actually even knew who Beveridge was before he was the dogs coach? Really, like you know, you maybe saw him around classics a couple of times, but like who really knew who Beveridge was before and, he became coach? I, I think you know? the only people who know are the people who support their club and they say, "Oh, this guy's an assistant." But then again, you say, "Oh, he's a great assistant." Who told you that? The, the players or the test? You just told that. Yeah. You don't have no firsthand insight. Yeah, and why did you in the sanctum uh, to know? And once you get original. once you get the, the position of a senior coach, it's completely different. The pressure's yeah, different, exactly. the expectations are different, and now you're the guy in charge. When you're an assistant coach, you have no accountability because yeah. the head coach is it's the not one. your relationship with the players when you're an assistant and, coach. It's not just the players, it's the media as well. You yeah, know, obligations. Media relations. If the media doesn't like you, they'll hound you out and you'll find yourself on their hot seat very quickly. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Craig McRae, um he coached Richmond's AFL team to a premiership uh, and to two grand finals, one in 2007 and one in 2018, I think it was, and a premiership lately. So I think that, that probably goes towards him because he's he's, he's not, he's like, he hasn't coached an AFL at all, but he's coached a VFL level, he's won a flag. I think that will probably help his cause. Um, yeah, well, he yeah. could be good. I'm not saying, I'm just not going to turn around and say, oh, he's a great coach. You know, I'll just say, we'll wait and see how he goes. Uh, I think Don Pike. I I think Don Pike was good at Adelaide personally. So, at the end of the day, boys, um, we we don't really know. And and you know, look look at last year. I thought Goodwin was going to be on the verge of having another losing streak. I thought he was going to lose his job. Yeah, Goodwin was on the hot seat. Yeah, and now, and now he's gone from the hot seat to yeah. yeah. You don't know. I mean. Ross Lyon could take over Carlton and then all of a sudden they're in the top eight next year. You just don't know. Yeah, footy. don't know. Predictable. Like the year Brisbane, Fagsy was on the back foot and they were all like making fun of him, bullying yeah, him, yeah, kicking him out every that. week. He's too old, this and that. And then the next year they're in the top four. You just, you can't, you just don't know. You never know in sport. I'm going to move on to the grading, boys, as the teams that the season's over. So it's going to be a longer, longest podcast tonight, which I'll set at the top. Um, we'll go... And the first team will go, uh, Adelaide Crows. Our professional gradings. <laughs> Adelaide Crows? Yeah. Oh, I gave Crows a C minus. I gave Crows a C. Yeah, I gave Crows a C plus. I think I won up the position on the, from the last year. So I guess they finished 15, seven wins. Um, it's, it's a C for me. It's what you expect. Yeah, I mean they played better than before than they did last year. Their best was much better. Yeah, yeah they were, they were, they pushed a lot of teams. Yeah, they got a few, yeah. they got a few players. They're in the midst of a rebuild still, so. Yep. Um, yep. So we're all in agreement on that. Uh, we'll go to the Blues. Blues. D. D. I gave I gave Blues a fail. I gave them a yeah. Yeah. Yep, well then, go yeah, give them an F. Not just the fail on like their on-field performance, but sacking your coach, uh, a failed brought in some recruits who didn't play well. So just collective quarter season, they failed it. They failed the off season. 
they failed to perform on the, on the ground. They failed their own expectations, and then they've got to fail by firing their coach. That's, no, that's as bad as they can get. The worst team in the season. Statistically, they're locked. Yep. They've just been smacked around the ball. No competitiveness in most games, I'll say. They're, they're lacking competitive will. Overrated players like Silvani. Eight wins is not enough anyway, so it's it's just a fail for them. And yep. where they were at the start of the season, uh, expecting uh, finals. Well, uh, yeah, they'll get backwards. Yep, uh, next. Fail. Another fail. Absolute Massive fail. fail. Thought they yeah, were this is the biggest fail. Biggest fail of the season. Yeah, yeah. I'm going on the same idea. They failed their off season with Dudu Cruz at that debacle, sacked their coach mid year, and then they're just terrible on field. Sacked Maguire. Sack Maguire, come out for the racism, everything chaos off field is just a fail. The whole year. Losing Maguire right. has actually really put them in a hole. I mean, it had to be done, but yeah, I agree. I just think it's a failure altogether from top to bottom, from the start of the year to the very end. They want to forget twenty twenty one quickly, guys. Maguire's time's up. It's only getting worse as well, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Pendlebury, they can't afford to offer him the money he wants. Side bottom, they're going to let him walk. Fair enough, I guess. They can't get anyone into the club. They're going to be in points deficit next, for next year. They traded the Giants pick number two, yeah. 24, 30, and 50. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Imagine if they imagine if they kept pick number two. There might be a chance to trade up to one with North Melbourne yeah, and get Dacos and anyway. Yeah. And Horn. So, I mean, yeah, that's... Yep, yeah. next, next team. Uh, next team is the Dockers. A. I reckon A. A for Dockers. Jesus Christ, I gave Dockers a C. I gave How? A C. Are we, what are we basing this off? Well, I, I, had, I, 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 I had the think... at the start of the season. Yeah, well, I'm basing this on where they are compared to probably where we thought they were at. Oh, yeah, I thought I they were better thought, than what they're at. I never thought Freo were going to be a, uh, eight, a team in the eight, but ten wins... I mean, it's just their their forward line. They still got massive scoring issues. They can't score. I mean, for me, it's a just an oh, average I season. I, I think it was a fail of a season. I well, you gave I him thought... a D, so it's not a fail. How are you giving him a fail? fail. Have, a are you guys on drugs? Have you seen like how how many like good young players and how good their midfielders come through and how yeah, like they last year though. Oh, yeah, I've got, I've got, I don't know what, like, you can't really give, if you're going to give ratings on the season or you're going to give ratings on where they are compared to where they probably thought they'd I'm be. I'm giving it on a mix of, where they expect it to be, it's an average year to see. Where did uh, you that, expect it, them to be? You expected that, them to that, be in the bottom four, didn't you? No. Well, you I, expected were, to be I expected them to be bottom four. They were not expected to be bottom four, and they no, were. No one, expected. no one thought they were expected to be bottom four. I don't know if that's right. Man, you got a lot more bottom four teams than that. You got, yeah, shoe shoehorns that uh, other teams are going to get to, but yeah. All right, whatever. Uh, just on the Dockers, I'll uh, quickly look up the uh, ladder. Where they finished last year? They finished twelfth. Uh, this year they finished ninth. They had one more win. This year they finished eleventh. Uh. Yep, never yeah. mind. Uh, West Coast yeah, St Kilda. So, yeah, they finished in the same uh, one spot above. How many wins were there last year? This year, 10 wins. No, 10 wins this year. Yeah. Of that eight. Last year, so two more wins. All right, well, I'll, I'm giving them I'll a... I'll upgrade it to a C. I'm uh, giving them a B. B minus. Thank you. Patronising to give them a B. 
Uh, no, I just think I just I've I've been impressed with a lot of players that have come through for them. I think they've played some really nice passages of um, game time this year. I think they've really showed that they're going to be like really good in it. Like not maybe not next year, but they're coming through to be really I've good. I've them up for the last three years, saying that they got good young players. They need to start delivering. I never so. saw it in them until this year. To be I, honest, I also so. think they got considerable forward line issues, and I don't see it improving next year. So I think they'll miss the finals again. So you don't rate Tabernacle? I don't. I think He's he, better he, than Hawkins at the moment. Oh, that's... Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 no way. <laughs> Mate, I think... I reckon you could get Dara Joyce painted it as a red, white, and black piece of shit and he'd say he's better than Hawkins. <laughs> well, he's, got, he's got no credibility, mate. Oh, you're you really you, You'd rather take that piece of shit on, uh, on the toothpicks, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you actually think he's been in Tom Hawkins? Is that a joke? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I'm just, I'm just trying to get red free in his head. We've got his hand over to you, Blake, and that's... Oh, yeah, yeah. If I agree, he'll say, yeah, I'm such a good call of sport. <laughs> no, I'm taking no. a few. No, in all seriousness... He's not bad Tabernacle, though. I think right. Tabernacle's pretty uh, good for I mean, he's injury-prone and he's 29 years old. Jesus Christ, he's not improving. And, and Darcy, um... Sean Darcy's their big tick for this year. That's what I get. No, no, no. They got um, him playing. Tracy, Tracy, Tracy is John Tracy. I think he's oh. doing all right. You're not going to see signs for him for another like five years, really. He's very Tracy. raw, an extremely raw prospect. Who? Uh, anyway, we're going to the next thing. Uh, Gold Coast F. Gold Coast D minus. Oh, are we actually going to do this rating? It's a com- complete F. One of the biggest yeah. Fs of the year. F. B minus. D minus. D minus, yeah. I'll just start. Does anyone think? What? If anyone think Gold Coast were going to be good, I so you're going to tell me Frio's a fail and 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 Gold Coast is the D. You'll talk about a D is pretty bad. A D is the next one after D is F. All right, Gold Coast has had a better year than Fremantle. Okay. Yeah, I didn't give uh, I didn't give Frio yeah, an F. I gave Frio a C. Talk about credibility. A C. Talk about. Do you know the A, B, C, D. I gave them an F. This box, uh, mate, are you on? Uh, yeah, he's me. Skip school. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Go back to grade prep. You <laughs> gave Freeman a fail, mate. You gave. I gave Freeman a C. C. I gave them a fail. I said they were a fail. Oh, whatever. You two nuff nuff sound the same. Anyway, you need to get those earwax out of his head, mate. You guys need to speak more clearly. Get some headphones or something. Oh, one, one more game. B one and B two over there. They're D minus. I think out of Port Gold Coast are going to be bottom four, and they're bottom four. It's a bad I mean, year for Gold Coast. Yeah, I agree. But gee, they cops just smack. Horrible end to the year for Gold Coast. Well, I called it this week. Yeah, I mean, I just thought Gold... they might fire up this, but... No, nah, Gold Coast, Gold Coast are crap. It, it's almost a fail <laughs> if they actually had more expectations for him, but I don't. And uh, I expect him to finish bottom four again next year. All right, next team. Hawthorne. Uh, B. Hawthorne, I gave a C+. Plus. Mm, I gave him a B. I'll go C. They're where, about where I expected them to be. Yeah, I think, uh, they're, I think they're not bottom four. They're one position above the bottom four. But sacking Clarkson brings them back down. Yeah, I yeah. think they can actually improve next year, which is why I gave them a C. I think they can improve next year. They got a lot of they got a lot of late season wins, so that's. No, nah, I give them a B. Name their, name their last four games. What was the scores in the last four games? No, nah, they, they won three. of the last four with one draw. Yeah. So and they beat the Dogs and they beat who else? Uh, yeah, they but beat Brisbane. 
They beat yeah, Collingwood. No, they're B. That's a B. They're a B. They've done really well this year. Yeah, but they were one seven for the year. So, so? they were yeah, they but, were terrible for the first eight. But you had them down rounds. the bottom five, didn't you? Yeah, well, they're still bottom five. They won a lot more games than what I thought. So I'm giving them. <laughs> You're having a shocking night. <laughs> oh, you whatever. How's Gorn anyway. going for you? Big Gorny Gorn. Uh, big Gorn. What are you going to do during lockdown? Lockdown in September, Blake. Cheer on Gorny. Cheer on Gorny. A League season soon. I'm going to do the same thing, mate. I'm also going to cheer on Gorny. Got to go. Keep going. My headphones about to go flat. This is an interesting one, mate. I'm going to go North Melbourne. North Melbourne? No, I gave him a D. I gave them a B minus. Um, North Melbourne a B minus and they win their wooden, first wooden spoon. No, I give well, Melbourne thought... a, a B. I thought they were that's, much better than what I thought. That's so patronising. No, it's not. Uh, they're shocking at it. They're, they're, they're a bad football club. Well, I don't well, know you can't give them a B. When they've lost, they're the worst team in the comp. Uh, I'll go see. Uh, you probably got to feel. I'll go see. No, nah, I'm giving them a B. Only won four you games. You guys are really forgetting the concept of this. You guys are really freaking forgetting the concept of how no, this works. compared to their own expectations. Yeah. Yeah. Did North Melbourne expect to be uh, that they started the year was terrible. No one even thought Woeful. they'd win a game. No one thought they'd even win. Yeah, a because game. they started no, the year so poorly. Yeah, and now they have. Actually, put it up to every. They team won four. This... They won four games. Yeah, and the last eight weeks, they they brought it to every team. Yeah, uh, they brought it, uh, but uh, I still don't think uh, I still don't think North Melbourne. If they here we go. go What's Geelong? That, Geelong's going to be a plus with a deal. Yeah, Geelong's got a winning mentality. If you got a St Kilda mentality, you think this is a uh, positive science. North Melbourne finished this season. They say, "Oh, look, we're happy with our year." They got to review it from round one, and not. Because they can't turn around next year and think, oh, yeah, we're playing good football. They'll start, finish last again. They lost, they lost four in a row to finish the season. Who cares? Um, all right, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, I'll go to Richmond. Richmond. Yeah. D. D. F. D minus. Almost there. Yeah. Let's start skimming through. I don't know how you can work that out when... Oh, um, I think like you give me the I think you must have forgot too. They were expected to win their third premiership in a row or be that close to it. Start of the season and they finished twelfth. That's an F. Their um, biggest F yeah, it's the biggest F you can almost biggest F you can get. Like that it's a te- uh, they finishing twelfth from premiership. I don't think I've seen a drop off that bunch in like, ages. The dog, I guess. But yeah. Um then we'll go St. Kilda. C. D minus. F. Nah, C. How you give us an F? F? How you can give us an F when we've discovered players like Kings come into fruition? King um, was there. What do you mean discovered King? Yeah, but Kings... <laughs> no. But <laughs> Kings found his feet. King was not like that last year. Kings found oh, some dominant... Oh, you didn't discover form. anything. Um, I think it's still went to... Oh, are you going to let me talk? I'm the St. Kilda man here. Um, I think King has improved. You saw that he's going to be one of the most dominant forwards of the game. Steele has gotten better than last year. I think we discovered players like Highmore and, and a couple of young kids. Um, so, yeah, I say C, but we didn't make finals and we lost games we should have won. So, there you go. Oh, no doubt it's now. They finished sixth. They expected to push for the top four this year. The Saints, internally, I thought they would push for it too. And they finished 10th. 
I don't think it's a fail necessarily because that fail. if it was a fail, that probably would have been like bottom four from one because that would be who's dropped. They finished yeah. tenth. They they were, could have played finals, but they were, had a very poor start. I think we're forgetting the start of the year. A lot of a lot of yeah. these gradings. There's a lot of recency bias. They were really really bad. At the and you're also forgetting that St Kilda played more top eight teams, like um top three and yeah. But if you're top, a top like, eight like, team, you yeah. if you were top if you're a good team, you'll win those games, and then you'll be playing yeah, teams below you on the ladder. How can you say we're a fail when against a top eight team like the top four? So I think I think if St Kilda don't do this season negatively, then they're kidding themselves. Um, but yeah, I think we discovered a fair few players, so I think it's okay. It's not going to be the end of the world. Uh, Saints will make finals next year. Top six, 100%. Watch what I tell Eagles. You. Eagles for me, D minus. Fail. F. Yep, I agree. There's a lot of F, going F, around. F. That's <laughs> oh, you can't. You would be the worst high school. You can't fail everyone. You, you got a. You only got a ten percent pass rate. Okay, tell me where they pass. Uh, where do they pass? Yeah, what where area? Now let him talk. Let the Geelong man talk. Let, I don't let think they failed. It's almost a D. A D is almost a failure, but a, a complete failure would be completely dropping off. They had a terrible finish to the year. I think where did that? Where do they pass? All right, Adam. I still, you're not I still answering think the question. Adam, Mr. Adam Grizel. I want you to yes. ask Where question. did they pass? Where did they pass? Where did their they forwards pass? are old. Their defence is old. Their midfield got dominated. Half their midfield didn't play for the year. Cowley's not even anywhere near what he was. He's a shadow of a man. Shuey's a shadow of a man. Gaff is a shadow of his man. So well, I, I, think, I still think they can... Where did they pass? I still think that they can be there next year. I don't think it's completely... Oh, I don't, I don't West think West Coast are near it next year. I, I think uh, almost a failure, but considering... They they got knocked out first week of finals last year. I, uh, I don't know whatever. what people... F, same they, thing. Uh, they haven't dropped that far yet. It's a D. A D and F almost the same thing. I'm just uh, I'm just going off like next yeah. next. They could they could uh, finish lower. Then it'll be a that, fail. That was it. Out of all the bottom uh bottom teams that they make the eight, so we'll, we'll grade the teams that made the eight at the end of the season. Yep. I think a lot of them that they don't want to play probably about D or an F for them for sure. No, I think Melbourne's an A this year, from what we thought. We didn't think yeah, Melbourne. I don't think if yeah, they're like, like, that's very, yeah, I'm, no. I don't know, you're seeing it as, you've got the per- idea that either a premiership or a fail. No, I think no, Melbourne's no, an A. No, you're I think Bulldogs are, are maybe. Said, a lot of teams that they don't win the premiership is a fail. I, I don't agree with I that. I said a few teams, I said a few teams. The Geelong don't win the premiership this year, that huge, massive. Uh, okay, well, I'll, 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 I'll rule you off now what you think and agree with me or disagree. Melbourne, A. I think Geelong, you'd say A. Um, uh, well, all depends. I want to wait till the finals for these things. I would That's say Port matter. Adelaide. Port Adelaide would be a B. I think, personally, I think Brisbane's. How would Geelong is, A and Port Adelaide be? I think because Port Adelaide, I don't know. I don't think Port Adelaide being that good. I think they just got in because Brisbane decided to choke it. I think Brisbane's a C. They choked a couple of games, let Port in. Um, who's fifth? Dogs. Dogs should be in there. Let Port in. They've gone from being A to maybe, uh, luckily, to be a B. Um, Sydney's an A because we didn't expect yeah, them to be in there. Yeah, yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, so there you go. Essendon A because we didn't expect them to be in there. So you just can sum it up, really. I just want to wait until the final. For a few so, okay, so Essendon gets smacked by 50 points. What are you going to give them? A. I think A because you didn't expect them to be in there and they made it. I think I'm so they beat no one to get in there. Let's be be honest. So I think they 
they've, they've beat a Dow and Dogs. That's on the downfall. They, they've exceeded their expectations. That's what I rate them. But I think sometimes you've got to take into account, it's not just expectations, it's performances as well. I think some teams, like their performances, although they won't win the Premiership, only one team is going to win the Premiership. They did have a good season. Adam, I'll ask you a question about Joel. If they don't win the Premiership, what's their grading? What's their grading if they don't win the Premiership? It depends. I have to see. Huh? If, they, if they just if miss out in the grand final. Like three goals, what's their grading? B. It's, it's, yeah, they, they, well, I don't, well, you're seeing this in a very black and white idea. Yeah, if you lose the grand final, it's a failure. You're a loser. You lost. You failed. You failed. It. You, you failed. But can can you can you go through that whole season if you if you were a player and say, oh, I wasted my whole year? That's a very pessimistic mindset to take. Is this Geelong's last chance? It has to be. Yeah. Oh well, the people have been saying that for years. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. you keep losing. That. Yeah. Well, oh, well, eventually it happened, but I'm not going to say it is. You know, people have been saying that for years. Well, Maybe it is. Who knows? The Cliffs. Uh, I've been talking about this clip since 20, 2012. No, but I'm saying with Geelong, you built, you got in all these Fatigas, Smith, Cameron. What did you, what did you get them for? What was the expectation at the start of the season? Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. So I, don't, I, I think it's a fail if you lose. Well, I think, I think, yeah. Well, of course it's a fail. But if I was actually giving them a grading card, if you, were, if you were grading them at, for a season in relative to the rest of the competition, I don't see how you can say it's a failure relative to the rest of the competition. You said it. You said it's about their own expectations. So what did you want to expect? No, season? but it's their own expectations along with how well did they perform. If, if Geelong brought in these players and missed the eight, then I'll say it's a complete failure. Oh, I just, I just think, yeah, well, I, that's my view. I think it's an average. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, I think you're viewing it. Well, I agree with it, but we just have different way we're grading this. Of course, yeah. it's a failure. If you lose the grand final, it's a failure for Geelong. Just like um, if Melbourne, if Melbourne anyway, don't win the as I, as, now, I say, as, as, as I say, forgive. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> anyway, um, we're going to go with uh, a roast of the week, boys. Uh, yep. Adam, you well, before we move to the roast of the week and end it off, I just want to ask um, what everyone's thoughts are on uh, Scott Pendlebury and Collingwood not wanting to re-sign him. No, they, they want to resign. They can't give you the money. I think it's a Scott Penelbury's ploy to get more money. Yeah. I think it's a pretty average thing to do for a captain, personally. Um, I think he might end up somewhere else next year. I think he will. No, I don't think he will. I think he'll just get more money. And that'll be it. Okay. I think he'll just get his two years. Yeah, whatever whatever he wants. Whatever the manager's bargaining for, it's a ploy from the manager. He's got two years left in him after this year. Yeah, I think he does too. He's clearly calling me that. I don't know. Um, we'll move on to the uh, roast of the week. Uh, Adam, you can go first. Roast of the week. <laughs> Jeez, I'll, I'll go after Reece Stanley. I'll go first. I'll go Reece Stanley. I just thought it was absolutely piss poor that he could let Gorn take a mark um, in the gold square with... 10 seconds ago, honestly. Just, it's just... I was speechless, to be honest. Don't get me wrong. I love Potney Ray Stanley because I've already said on the podcast that everything I despise about modern day football. However, he battled hard for three quarters and he got overrun by a, a champion, Ruckman, in the last quarter, I guess. Yeah, but there's been overrun, and then there's making a mistake that everyone knows that in junior footy, what the rule is if you're the ruck. 
Yeah, I did laugh when he turned around and I said earlier to Adam, I did laugh when he turned around. I think, and I think it, for else. me, the bigger roast in that in that game is Cam Guffrey for kicking the ball out in the pool after getting a free kick. Considering it's Geelong and we're well known for kicking the balls like the ground. You kick the ball out in the pool. He's a senior player. He's been playing hard on how many games at that ground, yet he yeah. still kicked the ball out in the pool. I think that's one of the cardinal sin that you can't make mistakes like that. And, that was and then... Um, and then um... Uh, Bradley close for punching it. No, well, close punching it. I don't know, but I think just kicking it out in the full in the first place is shocking. I'm yeah. the amount of games we've seen teams kick it out in the full, and then we go do the same thing. Betty. Uh, so uh, Adam, what's your verse? I don't think Cam Guffrey was not actually doing the same thing. They must like kicking them to top ten, second top ten. Well, I would verse coach as well, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, Gumby, I don't know. Uh, who, who's, who's at a row? So, like, oh, I'll, I'll go to the AFL. All right. Yeah, I'll be racing for the finals. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll never go to Jobber the AFL. That was a bit hot dark, but ever. But I will say that uh, so they don't want Tasmania enough to send the team there, the AFL. And then they decide to go and send two finals there and then play in quarantine or whatever, whatever they want to play in the AFL. Honestly, Tasmania as well is a horrible venue and a horrible state to watch football in as a neutral. Why why in the world can you play two games in Tasmania? It's wet. It's a five-goal wind every time you watch it to one end. It's just not good for football. It's not good for final football. Fair enough, you play in Melbourne, Queensland or something, and it's wet, windy. That's just the way it goes. But you know going to Tasmania that it's going to be wet and windy. Like there's a huge chance that's going to happen. I just think it's horrible picturing. It'll be a bad look for the game. And next week I'll roast them again because I know 110% I'm going to be right. They're a disgrace, the AFL. Yeah. Oh, well. that's, a good, that, that's a good roast. Yeah. No, that just makes no sense. I think, I think their picturing, for, first of all, makes no sense when they make a big fuss about six-day breaks and they, can, they yeah, then get... Yeah. And then they play a team on Sunday when they never usually do that now. Yeah, they, never, they right. stopped doing that like three years ago. Before they brought in the bye, they never used to play teams on Sunday with finals chance. And then they, there's no Thursday night game either this week. It's, I don't know, just everything the AFL is doing just is contradicting to what they've said in the previous five, six years. Uh, so got a roast of the AFL, got a roast to Reece Stanley. Good to the Adam, you need another one. I'm just pressing you now. I've got um, one more for you. I've got one more. Right, go on, boy. Um, Alex Waterman, <laughs> oh, that double 50 today. Um, to do it, I once. cannot roast Waterman when he kicks four goals. I'm gonna roast him because he did it once, and then to do it twice, come on, that's not just no, a it's broken, it's no yeah. smart, stupid, but he kicks four goals. I'm not having that roast, no, no, it's a full on roast, mate. The meatball, uh, Adam, you're still pressing you for one, you need to come up for roast, man. Adam's just breaking up. Yeah, he doesn't I think he's dragging his episode on.